Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash R-S. Welcome to r slash Am I the Bad Guy, where OP lets his brother become homeless. Am I the bad guy for never helping my older siblings out and letting my brother and his kids be homeless? My family is heavily divided over this, so I was hoping to get an unbiased perspective. I'm the youngest of four siblings by far. I'm a 22-year-old woman and my husband is 26. My older siblings are a 30-year-old sister, a 32-year-old brother, and a 33-year-old brother. Between the three of them, they have a combined 14 kids? Jesus! That's almost five kids each, almost. Every single one of them has multiple kids. None of them went to college, and they all work lower-paying, entry-level jobs. I graduated last year, and I work as a nurse. My husband works on planes, but I don't want to say what he does specifically. Our household income is about $200,000, and the average income where we live is about 80 k I think. This is all relevant. My parents like to host big family functions for every holiday, and they bring the whole family together. Ever since I was a teenager, my siblings have always asked me for favors, mostly to babysit. I did it for a while when I was around 16, but I quickly realized that they didn't appreciate anything, and there was nothing in it for me, so I stopped. For the past six years, I've had a don't-ask-me-for-anything stance, since my siblings are the type to ask for favors, but never offer help when you need it. They always borrow money from our parents, but never pay it back. My oldest brother is getting evicted, and he asked if him and his girlfriend and their four kids could stay with me and my husband. My husband and I own a four-bed, two-bath home. I told them no because they have a habit of settling in somewhere, not paying rent, and refusing to leave. They also let their four kids absolutely destroy every rental they live in, coloring on the walls, holes in the walls, etc. My brother and his girlfriend are pissed at me, and they blew up at us at my mother's birthday party last week. They're going to have to stay at a shelter, and they're saying that it's my fault, but I think it's their own lack of responsibility. My other two siblings chimed in, saying that they agreed with my brother, and that they think that I'm a butthole. I think that my siblings suck, and I don't want my house getting torn up by their heathens. I know that if I let them move in, I'd end up having to evict them, and they wouldn't pay for anything at all. I think it's not fair that they always ask me for money because I make more money than they do. And they treat my husband and I like we're some kind of upper-class snobs because we worked hard and made good choices in life to be able to buy a house early. Am I the bad guy for not helping my siblings? Specifically my brother, I guess. Oh man, 
It's so funny to me. Funny and frustrating. Okay, mostly frustrating. It is funny and mostly frustrating to me that everyone else in your family is casting judgment on you for not letting the family move in. Well, why don't they offer your brother to move in with them? Right? Seems like a perfectly logical choice. If they strongly believe that siblings should help each other out, then do it. Then help out your sibling. The answer is super clear. They're hypocrites and they don't want to do it because they know if they let their sibling in, it'd be a nightmare. OP, stand your ground. Your family sounds kind of toxic. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys. I'm giving your entitled and hypocritical siblings 2 out of 5 bad guys. Am I the bad guy for removing all the fun stuff from my room at my mom's place and leaving it at my dad's place because my stepsister sleeps in my room when I'm with my dad? My parents are divorced. I split my time 50-50 between both houses. My mom's been remarried for a number of years and has three stepkids. Two boys who are younger and a girl the same age as me. She and I get along so badly that my custody dates were switched so that we're not in the house at the same time because we can't get along. It all started with her taking my favorite plush animal without permission and ruining it. Its eyes were ripped out and it got soaked which ruined the color. When I told her that she shouldn't have taken it, she made it her mission to take my stuff without asking and rarely faced any consequences for it because I was told to share. Some of the stuff that she took was fine, but other stuff got ruined too. When my mom told me that my stepsister would sleep in my room when I was away, I knew that I didn't want to leave the important stuff at my mom's house, so I took it all to my dad's place with me. I was 12 at the time. This was only discovered a couple of weeks ago. Apparently, dear old stepsis has been trying to find the goods for years, but when her dad mentioned that my grandparents gave me a console and they couldn't find it, they realized what I'd done. My mom and her husband confronted me about it, and I admitted it. I told them that I didn't trust my stepsister with my stuff and that I moved it all to my dad's place. My mom asked me how my stuff was safe when my dad has two stepsons at home. I said it's because they're not allowed to go through my stuff and because they're good boys who wouldn't do that. My mom's husband was like, well, what are you saying about my daughter? I told him that he's known for years what we think about each other. My mom called my grandparents and asked what they thought about the console going to my dad's. They said they were fine with it, that at least it was safe. My mom told me that I should have told them my concerns and worked out a better solution than pretty much emptying my room. She also said that surely there's stuff that I'm willing to share. I said, not with my stepsister. My mom told me that I wasn't being very fair and how are we ever going to have a good sister relationship if we don't trust each other? I told my mom that we won't because we're not sisters. We'll never be sisters and I don't ever want to be. My mom and her husband think that I'm the butthole for doing this, but I gotta ask, am I the butthole? I don't understand why it's entirely on you to be the better sister, but there's no burden on your stepsister to be the better sister. If they really wanted you and your stepsister to get along, then they would actually enforce your boundaries. OP, your mom and stepfather are not very good parents because they are clearly showing favoritism. I'm giving you 0 out of 5 bad guys. Stick by your guns, OP. I'm giving your mom, stepdad, and stepsister 2.5 out of 5 bad guys. Am I the bad guy for spending a lot of time in my bunker away from my family? 
My grandfather was an incredibly talented man who also suffered from paranoid schizophrenia, and he was convinced that a nuclear apocalypse was going to end the human race at some point. So he built his own bunker and then buried the entrance because he was convinced that both the KGB and the CIA were watching him and wanted to keep the bunker a secret. Yes, he was a crazy man. My dad inherited my grandfather's house but never lived there, so when I had my first child in 2018 and got married in 2019, my dad made me an incredibly generous offer for the house. The bunker became kind of an urban legend, mostly because my old grandpa used to tell a lot of crazy stories. But out of curiosity, I went looking for it and I found the entrance. The old man really did it! So thanks to being stuck at home during COVID, I started remodeling the bunker to make it look less like a fallout vault and more like my own man cave. Everyone loves it, especially the kids in the family. So the house is decorated to my wife's taste while I can do whatever I want in the bunker. Play games, fix computers, set up a whole home server, work from home, etc. However, lately, she's been complaining about me being distant and spending a lot of time there and less time with her and our child. She's pregnant again, so she said that she was worried, but I promised to spend more time at the house. After a few weeks, that still wasn't enough for her, and she accused me of abandoning her. I'm asking for judgment here because I'm trying to be there for my family, but this bunker feels like it's the only thing that's really mine and where I can actually have a break. But my wife has said that she's going to seal the entrance, otherwise I might miss the birth and not even notice. Should I just move all my stuff to the house and forget about it? Am I really being neglectful or is this just her pregnancy hormones talking? To be clear, I do help with the house chores and spend time with my son when I'm there. And I have an intercom in the bunker, so my wife can just call me if she needs anything and I'll go up there immediately. Down in the comments, I'm going to read this reply from Illustrious Shirt. You're the bad guy. Where's your wife's bunker equivalent? And how many hours per week does she get in that space versus you in your bunker? Way to go putting 100% of the mental load on your wife in no uncertain terms. Yeah, OP, there's nothing wrong with wanting some alone time and wanting your own space, but it sounds like you've gone way too far in that direction. Also, don't get me wrong, a bunker's super, super cool, and if I had a bunker on my property, I'd probably want to spend all my time there too. But there's kind of something symbolic about physically leaving the house to spend time on your own versus, you know, going to another place in your house to spend time alone, like your office or a gaming room or the basement, a man cave or whatever. It kind of just sends the message of, I don't want to be with you and I don't want to be here. And even though you're just in the backyard, it's still like an insidious negative thing that can affect someone's happiness. And unfortunately, your wife is affected by that. So OP, you're just going to have to step up and be there for your family. Also, OP adds in a very long update that I'm not going to read that basically he had a long sit-down conversation with his wife and it was really emotional and she's going through a rough time with the pregnancy, but basically OP's going to try harder to be there for her. So OP, I'm going to give you one out of five bad guys because the vibe I'm getting from you isn't really that you're malicious, it's just that you're clueless. 
Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Am I the bad guy for telling the truth about my 18th birthday and embarrassing my father to his university friends? I'm a 20-year-old male, and to put it bluntly, I was an unwanted child. I was a whoops pregnancy that my parents were too religious to abort. As a result, I pretty much raised myself until I was kicked out at the age of 18. I won't lie, it hurt being rejected by the people who were supposed to love me, but I'm at peace with it. With that tragic backstory out of the way, about six months ago, my parents reached out and started by apologizing profusely. I wasn't sure about getting back in contact, but they seemed genuine, so I tentatively went ahead. Things went well, until they invited me to meet up in person. I showed up at the restaurant, expecting a quiet dinner and a heart-to-heart. -heart. Instead, I found out that my father's fraternity had rented out the whole place for a 25-year reunion. He met me at the door and told me to act like we're a happy family in front of his old friends. I, being hungry as hell at this point, made a beeline for the buffet. He promised me dinner, and by God, I was going to have dinner. I tried to blend into the background until I got to chatting with some other folks my age. My father's friend's kids, I assume. They started talking about their parents, and I nodded and smiled along. Then, they directly asked me what I got for my 18th birthday, and I didn't know what to say, so I defaulted to the truth. So, what'd your parents get you for your 18th birthday? Um, I got kicked out. Oh my god, are you okay? That sounds awful. 
Yeah, I'm fine. I just moved in with my aunt while I went to college. Where'd y'all go? They then started gossiping about their schools, and I made myself scare shortly afterwards. Later that night, my father started blowing up my phone, admonishing me for embarrassing him. Apparently, what I said had gotten back to my father's friends, who were now being very cold to my father. He was angry with me because it wouldn't have been a big deal to just lie and save face, but now he's in hot water with his university friends. I muted him and went to bed. I was sure that I was in the right here, but now I'm having doubts. I'm worried that my parents might not want to keep in contact after I basically threw a monkey wrench into his relationship with his university friends. So, am I the bad guy? Alright, based on the way the story's going, it sounds like your father only started trying to make amends specifically so that you would come to this meeting and lie for him. OP, you said that you don't want to ruin communication with your parents, but they've had 20 years to connect with you. It's pretty clear they just don't want to, OP. To put it simply, your dad tried to use you to make himself look good, and when you refuse, now he's upset about it. Oh well, maybe you shouldn't have been a loser father for the past 20 years. In my opinion, this guy deserves to lose his friends. If I found out that one of my friends abandoned their kid, I wouldn't want to be friends with them either. OP, you get 0 out of 5 bad guys. Your worthless parents get 4 out of 5 bad guys. Am I the bad guy for sitting with my son at my wife's funeral? I'm a 52-year-old man, and I was with my wife, who was 53, since high school. We got married and had a son, who's 25, and a daughter, who's 27. My son came out as gay when he was 16. My wife was never supportive of my son being gay. He moved out at the age of 19 to live with his boyfriend. My wife tried to pretend that he didn't exist. None of her family were supportive and would let it be known during family events. As a result, I became distant from my wife and was looking into divorce. She got diagnosed with breast cancer last year, and I put the divorce on hold to help take care of her. My son also helped, but she would push him away. The cancer spread throughout her body, and she passed away last week. We had the service last week, and her family made it clear that my son and his boyfriend had to sit away from everyone else. Her brother approached me asking if I would sit with him and his family. I simply told him no and went to sit with my son. Everyone gave us dirty glares and it was worse during the reception. Her brother approached me after the service, angry that I chose my son over my wife. He even went as far as to say that my wife didn't want her son there and that he was a disgrace. I'm now disgraced by her family for supporting my son. This has caused tension between the families. I would like to know if I was the bad guy. OP, here's a life lesson that once you learn to accept will make going through life a lot easier. Just don't care about the opinions of bigots. They're obviously dumb and wrong and hateful, so everything that comes out of their mouth you can just safely ignore. So don't sweat it, OP. Just focus on building your relationship with your son and your daughter and move on. OP, you get an easy-peasy, lemon-squeezy, zero out of five bad guys. That was r slash MIDA, and if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.